That it is. Welcome to the show. I am Angel Wood. No word of a lie. Thanks to our sponsor, Coleman Rogers Photography. Online, ColemanRogersPhotography.com. So what I've got planned for this show, new music from Motel Black, Duck and Cover, The Chelsea Curve, Matt York, Tanya Donnelly and the Parkington Sisters, Tis Tis Task. I've got something Old Soul put out last year. Oh, and more. Who are among the 50 artists who play the Town and the City Festival next weekend all over downtown Lowell? So we will be the Town and the City Festival heavy. I speak to the festival's founder, Chris Porter, in the interview. I have two-day passes to give away. I'll tell you how we'll do that. I've got covers. I've got a threefer. We have a show, people. We have a show. Whatever you may need to know about the show is at bostonemissions.com. Everything that I played week to week. How you can listen, how you can send music, what shows that I talk about. All there. And you can also follow at Boston Emissions uh, just about everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I always laugh when I say that. YouTube, whatever platform hasn't been invented yet. This is brand new from Motel Black, Morning Hum, it's Boston Emissions.
find a comfort in repeating I'm always dust in the wind I care before he hits the state Time failed, supposedly looks at pictures of space I got to tell everyone like you said I should And why do I seem so concerned Our people ain't no good I find the brightest and deadliest little flame in my life Not trying to stop it in life Not never said it in
Boston Emissions. Soul High on Yourself Friday nights, part of the Town and the City Festival. They play the Old Court, and we open the show Motel Black, Morning Hum. They wore a rock and roll rumble class of bum, 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 2019. They were a wild card band. They wild carded. This is brand new, the Chelsea Curve. 
They are also part of the Town and City Festival. They call this Jamie Come On.
Boston Emissions with Angel Wood.
Boston Emissions. That is beautiful, isn't it? Tanya Donnelly and the Parkington Sisters. It's automatic. It's a go-go song. You can get that record on American Laundromat Records. Tanya Donnelly and the Parkington Sisters cover some of Tanya's favorite songs by the Go-Go's. Leonard Cohen, Wings. I almost played the Wings one. Linda Ronstadt, Split Ends, and more. You can see them Friday night, part of the Town and the City Festival. They play the fifth floor at Mill Number no. 5 on Jackson Street in downtown Lowell. It's Tanya Donnelly, the Parkington Sisters, with special guest, very special guest, Gail Greenwood. That's Gail fucking Greenwood, for those in the know. With Will Daly. I will be offering up two-day passes to Boston Emissions listeners, and I will tell you how we will do that later on in the show. Will Daly, who I call a ray of fucking sunshine, he will be there. Will Daly is our threefer, going way back to the back of the back. Will Daly, Torrance, Volumes 1 and 2, June 2009. This is Peace of Mind. The threefer. It's Boston Emissions. Tell me I'm the only one Torn and tired and broken up Some bad mama, some by the gun Rush to kill another mother's son With modern love With no modern love 
So you know I've been looking for gifts of mine I've been searching every day all my life And there's a party going on upstairs And there's a war that is raging out there All I know, I know, I know, I know It's hard to find peace of mind The ignorance in my hometown Where's the fashion of distraction till it wears it out And it's you who ever handles my most forgotten love Just live in the sun and they die in the dust With your modern love With no modern love So you know I've been looking for a piece of mine I've been searching every day all my life And there's a party going on Raging out there All I know I know, I know, I know It's hard To find Peace of There's a war that is raging out there All I know It's hard to find I've been looking for peace of mind I've been searching every day all my
in emissions three from will daly i would die for you he released that in 2016 when prince died though he had recorded it months earlier and had a very different plan for its release and once we had all learned the unfathomable truth that prince was gone well i think it affected a lot of us in much the same way we heard Castle of Pretending, Peace of Mind, Will Daly, part of the Town and the City Festival downtown Lowell Friday night, along with Tanya Donnelly and the Parkington Sisters, with special guest Gail Greenwood. Gail also plays with Belly, among other great bands. I played Detention Smithereens cover Behind the Wall of Sleep, Detention, Friday night, the 8th, at Zorba Music Hall with the Adam Ezra Band. Duck and Cover did... You Wreck Me, their version of the Tom Petty classic and the Chelsea Curve. Jamie, come on. They're playing Saturday night, April 9th, at the Smokehouse Tavern, Middle Street in Lowell, as part of the Town and City Festival. I have passes. I have 
the festival's founder, Chris Porter, coming up in the interview. I don't know that he fesses up to anything so much in this. Mm, We'll find out. One of my absolute favorite Lowell discoveries is Corner Soul. You can catch Corner Soul Friday night at Smokehouse Tavern on Middle Street. This is Blessed to Forget. It's Boston Emissions. Just 
constant nagging that never ends And I want more, want To tell you how you make me feel It's not so simple when we play these games And you disappear Now sitting on the couch with me staring at your feet And then the door opens up and there's no relief No
Boston Emissions, new music, Tis Tis Task, they call it Colors. They'll be part of an early show on Friday at the Worthen, 5 o'clock doors. Phil Cambra and the Space Cadets, Expectations, they were added to Saturday night's show at the Old Court. And we heard Cornersoul, Blessed to Forget, Friday night at Smokehouse Tavern on Middle Street. The Town and the City Festival was scheduled for October. And I don't need to tell you what last October looked like. So fast forward to April 2022, and it looks like things are a go. Lowell is very easy to get to. It's very easy to park there. And you can walk in between the venues, most of the venues, though some are a little farther than walking distance from one another. I have some two-day passes that I plan on giving away. Here's how I'm going to do that. I have set up a link at bostonemissions.com. Just click on this week's show playlist for April 3rd, 2022. I almost said 2020. April 3rd, 2022. And enter to win. Some of the rooms are 21 plus, not all. I would recommend you check the townandthecityfestival.com if you are planning to attend and you are not 21. That is my safe answer to that. So go to bostonemissions.com, click on this week's playlist, and enter your first and last name and your email address, and I will give those away. I will let you know by Wednesday. Well, I got to catch up with Chris Porter, the founder of the Town and City Festival. We talked about a lot of things, not all of which I included in this interview. Hello and welcome, Chris Porter. You are no stranger to the Boston music scene. You got your start booking, oh, back in the Cambridge days. Take me back. Actually, way, way back when Alston. My first <laughs> my first gig was at Bunratty's. Oh, so love it. Remember that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, from 1992, the beginning of 93. So about, about almost three years, uh, I was booking to varying degrees, uh, Booking Bun Raddies started off as like a couple of days a week. And then I liked the job I was doing. And I found that this was the part of the music industry that I really loved was the live concert element of it and uh, really took to it. And so I uh, I got more involved in overseeing that and uh, being a bar manager there for a bit. And then uh, so I was there till early 93. Then I was at the Middle East Club for two years shortly after they uh, opened the Middle East downstairs. So I remember when it was new. <laughs> And that's uh, dating myself. And uh, and then I went to, um, so that was my only gig in Cambridge, actually. And then I went to Mamakin Music Hall that lasted, I was there for the first two of four years that that lasted on Lansdowne Street. Mm-hmm. That was cool. It was a cool concept at the time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Aerosmith it was on a little bit of a break. Obviously, they had you know revamped their career. A lot was happening with those guys, but then they had a little little downtime, and they they felt they wanted to give back to the Boston music community, have a really great venue that would be great for for locals and also touring acts, and just you know something was very music centric. Obviously, there was music in the other Lansdowne clubs, but yeah. it was also about dance music and you know parties. It was it was a different vibe, and they really wanted a rock and roll room. Well, actually, an eclectic rock and roll room. It didn't have to be all rock, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for the most part. And uh, they, they set it up really well. And, uh, you know, they they were into that for a while. But then again, Aerosmith or any band of that level has to start thinking about the band again. 
And, you know, they had some business partners and they weren't quite on the same page with. And then I, after, you know, I had two good years there and I was very grateful for the gig, but I had an opportunity to go to Seattle and get into the festival world. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I left that uh, in early 97. Didn't, didn't really look back. I mean, I stayed, I kept my foot in the door in the Boston music scene, kept a lot of friends and I'd come back a mm-hmm. lot, but it was funny. My, my life didn't go full circle until, uh, 2016. You are Seattle and Lowell. Well, interesting, Angel, Seattle, San Francisco and Lowell. I, I actually hobnob between three places. <laughs> uh, I do have a home in Seattle and I do have a home in Lowell, Massachusetts. So those are bases. But uh, the majority of my business now is in the San Francisco Bay Area. I'm the programmer for the uh, Hardly Strictly Bluegrass Festival that uh, I'm happy to say will happen again Yay. in Overgate Park in uh, early October. That's been running for over 20 years, and I've been working on that since 2018. For those who aren't familiar with it, it's uh, despite the word bluegrass in it, mm-hmm. and there is bluegrass there, but there's a lot of hardly to it. And I'd say <laughs> it's sort of a an eclectic Americana leaning festival. You know, we've had people like, you know, Robert Plant and Kurt Vile and different, different people like that. So there's a lot of rock, indie rock stuff there too. And, uh, and then just recently, in addition to Hardly Strictly, I also just picked up a venue uh, for my company. Uh, the venue is called Sweetwater Music Hall. It's in Mill Valley, California, just a couple of towns north of uh, San Francisco proper. It's a 300 cap room. It has a very storied history. It dates back to the 1970s, although that was a smaller venue back then. But uh, Bob Weir is a part owner of it, plus a, a group of. Uh, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. I was in a Zoom call with him. <laughs> he goes a- by Bobby lately. Do Bobby. you know why? I I don't know. Maybe it's always been Bobby to his close <laughs> friends, and now it's getting out. And well, he bills himself now as Bobby Weir and the Wolf Brothers, so I suppose that's why. <laughs> I'm not sure. I called him Bob until further notice, but yeah. uh, you know, we, we don't know. But anyway, he he has a, not a major involvement, but he you know he he keeps his foot in the door, and mm-hmm. he loves the venue a lot. And so I just started working on that in January. So I spend. You know, every few weeks I go down to the Bay Area and kind of check in there. And then obviously my old hometown where I grew up, Lowell, I'm very entrenched in for what we're about to talk about. And then Mm -hmm. also I'm working on all these uh, uh, Jack Kerouac related things. I'm the president of the Jack Kerouac Foundation, which was recently set up as an entity to hopefully make this uh, long-standing church into a Jack Kerouac Museum and Performing Arts Center. Knock on wood, we're hoping to. That's a big, ambitious project, but that's something I'm working on. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. And that leads us to the town and the city festival, which is downtown Lowell over two days, but it's very Jack Kerouac centric. I mean, even in the name, can we talk a little bit about where the idea came from? Well, it's not meant to be a Jack Kerouac themed event per se. I there already is a small one that's been running for many years, and friends mm-hmm. of mine run it. It's called Lowell Celebrates Kerouac. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to, you know, kind of what's I was thinking out loud to myself, like what's the hook for outsiders of Lowell? Like how do people know about Lowell? And there's a variety of reasons, but one that you really hear about if I say I'm from Lowell is Jack Kerouac. No matter yeah. where I go in the world. And so I didn't want to, you know, step on the toes of Lowell Celebrates Kerouac, but I kind of wanted to give a nod to Jack. And I came up, long story short, I mean, it was an evolution, but I also wanted to celebrate Lowell, 
I also yeah. wanted to celebrate, you know, the region. And his first book, which was called The Town and the City, was largely about Lowell. I think, you know, the town kind of referred to, you know, you, you, he had fictitious names in the book, but, you know, the town was sort of referring to Lowell and the city was referring to New York City. But mm -hmm. be that as it may, it was, it was a, lot, a lot of it was about and focused on Lowell. And I look at this as celebrating the spirit of Kerouac as far mm -hmm. as his, his love of discovery, exploration, love of life, those things that he, that he would write about. So that's the tie. So it's, it's sort of a loose tie. Mm -hmm. um, and we will actually do some Kerouac-focused programming at the festival uh, sometimes. We've had some Kerouac uh, music tributes. Uh, I will always have some sort of level of spoken word, mm -hmm. poetry reading, slam, uh, you know, authors, whatever. Uh, there's always going to be that element with it, too. So that gives a little nod to Jack as well. It's next weekend, April 8th and 9th. But originally scheduled for, you went for it, you scheduled it for October, the traditional time. Yep. Uh, you scheduled for October 2021. You I tried. wanted to roll the dice because we <laughs> had that little tease of normalcy yeah. in yeah, June, July of 2021. And then, uh oh, whichever variant it was there, and then mm -hmm. I get it also. Maybe it was Delta, I guess. <laughs> something was something was coming up, and uh, people were getting skittish about going out. And this was about in late August that I made this decision. It was kind of early on, but I just had this gut feeling that it it would behoove us. I didn't want to cancel it outright like we did the year before. I'm like, mm -hmm. no, we're going to do this. But when, and this is a real big roll of the dice and then knock on wood, it worked out. But I'm like, can we just punt it into the spring? Because mm -hmm. we would actually, my colleagues and I had actually toyed with potentially moving the fest. It's a long story of how we ended up in October, late October, but previously, this is year three for the town and the city festival. So first two were in late October. This year, you know, in subsequent years, we we're thinking, should we be doing this in September? Should we be doing this in the spring? We were kind of, you know, thinking out loud about that. And well, here's our forced experiment because I'm thinking, okay, the weather's still good in April. Maybe we'll get back to some normalcy because mm -hmm. to, to back up a little bit of the conundrum I was running into in October, people were getting skittish about going out. I do, even though the bulk of the programming are local, regionally based artists, artists we do have some touring ones. And I had to see, okay, well, who, can I just pick up this festival, pick up this whole schedule? Yeah. Hopefully don't drop anybody along the way mm -hmm. and plunk it somewhere. Mm -hmm. And that this particular week in April 8 and 9 was when Robin Hitchcock and Tanya Donnelly and some, some of our travelers could make it. So I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, we'll do it that weekend. Because, um, you know, I deal with about a dozen different venues. Back in August, they all had different opinions about how to handle this. Yeah. And are we going to be masked? Do you have to have a vaccine? And I really want, it's really important to me. It's important to any presenter, but I mean, I really... This is this is such a new fest, and I I really wanted to make sure everybody's in a comfort zone. That you know that uh, you know you, the patrons, the the performers, and you know of course all the businesses that we work with are all going to be feeling good about going out again. And it just was as like this is not tracking to be good in October. There were some events that, that happened in October, but the turnout mm -hmm. was was really low on a lot of things, and mm -hmm. so it was also for an economic reason I did this. So I'm like, all right, let's roll the dice again. <laughs> See with April uh -huh. work. And uh, I'm happy to say, yes, it's happening. It's working. Yeah, it's working. Yeah. 
seven venues on Friday and 10 Lowell venues on Saturday. Do 11, I have the count right? All uh, right? Yeah, 11 technically. So, um, but some of them like things, uh, like there were two stages in mill number five. So, but I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, counting that as two because it's separate areas in the mill number five but that's exactly right yeah so what we found and this is a, an ongoing evolution you know uh and, and it's a really weird thing about the festival business you you present it you see some things that you want to tweak and change and maybe experiment on and see if it works now if we had a you know a restaurant or a club or any old business you can oh you know try something out for one week and you know the next week change it in festivals, you have to wait a whole year before you know whether your changes are, are going to be uh, spot on. But one thing we did notice on the first two years is how many more people came on Saturday than Friday, no matter who had booked. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, we have a good amount of people coming Friday, but it's just it just seemed like people were really focused on Saturday. And we also had some requests about doing some things earlier. Mm -hmm. And I also had some requests to some that we can't we can only do this so much with festivals. But, you know, uh, a lot of this is a nice problem to have when you're a festival patron and you're going somewhere and you want to be in three places at once. <laughs> and there's a lot you want to see. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, they they get mad that they're bummed out that they can't see people. So. I gave us a little more latitude to stagger the sets a little bit on some of the more known acts. Yeah. But um, yeah, it just, it just worked out. I did have one curveball though, that had nothing to do with the pandemic. Uh, Christchurch United, which is this beautiful church, and they've been very supportive of the of the event. This is where we had uh, you know Ryan Montblow and uh, Darling Side and uh, Kristen Hirsch in past years. Mm -hmm. It's a really great venue, three hundred fifty three hundred and fifty capacity venue, and um, but and I really wanted to use it this year, and we intended to, but they've been going through renovation hell mm -hmm. for over two years, and I won't get into the minutia on this, but it got, got to a point we can't. I'm sorry, we can't have people people in here we can't we can't accommodate it yep. so i literally had to scramble just a few weeks ago like where am i going to put the robin and tanya shows and fortunately though again stars aligning uh a couple of new places are are getting ready to open for the first time or 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 you know uh or just have and we're actually having two of the you know among the first public shows at these new venues. One of them is uh, mill number five, which we mentioned earlier, and that's mm -hmm. where the Luna theater is and their whole marketplace. Uh, they just opened up the fifth floor. They'd had it up partially, some businesses up there, but there's a venue there. Uh, we're just calling it fifth floor at, at mill number five. Uh, so Friday night, Tanya Donnelly and the Parkington sisters are going to be playing there along with Will Daly. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's the first time we're using that. It's still, they're still building the bar and all of that sort of thing. So it's not like 100% <laughs> That's one. And then another place I'm equally excited about is at West. It's, it's a little bit of a short drive. It's it's I might I've been wanting to have everything in walking distance mm -hmm. in downtown Lowell. This one's a little further out. It's a short drive or a very long walk, but I, I it's it's not super far. It's a place called Western Ave Studios, which is the home of one of the biggest artist visual artist colonies in the whole of north america it's 370 visual artists have their studios there and or live there wow and there's also a great brewery there navigation brewery a place called tiny arms coffee and some other businesses and it's mm -hmm. just this, like mill number five it's just like growing happening mm -hmm. repurposed mm -hmm. mill 
this is going to be a new venue and we're going to be using it for the first time ever for the public. They've used it for some streaming shows and some recording. Mm-hmm. It's called Taffeta. Fits like around 220 people. It had been a, a previously was like a private event space and had just been sitting dormant. And these two guys were at an AV company, just had this dream. They went in, they fixed it up, brand new JBL system, it really plugged it in. And we thought this would be great for screaming females because I had screaming females booked at Zorba Music Hall, and that's a 21 plus place. I know yeah. there were a lot of under 21 who want to see that band. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. We'll move because Taffeta can do all age. So we're going to move them there. And then I moved Robin to perform at uh, Zorba Music Hall. So, um, so a lot of juggling, even then you think everything's set, <laughs> you know, it's like there are curveballs thrown and, but I think it's all going to work out fine. I do too. And all of these things that you have just said in low that I still don't even know exist. And I think it's beautiful that the town and city is able to shine a spotlight on these places because let's face it. I mean, I love Lowell. There's much about Lowell. That's gritty. That's kind of part of its charm, but it's been coming up for a while and it's having, it's having this, I I don't want to say resurgence, but it's surging in a way that people didn't expect. I think you're absolutely right. I growing up there, I've always been proud of where I'm from and, and I've liked Lowell. But I won't lie. Back in you know, getting out of college, I couldn't wait to get the hell out of there. And and even though there were cool things about it, it really, you and I, you know, obviously we've been involved in music for a long time and arts Mm -hmm. and culture. And you know, back in the eighties and nineties, you wanted, you know, even beyond that, you wanted to do cool stuff. You got to go down to Boston and Cambridge Mm -hmm. for it. That's how I I always felt about it. Mm -hmm. Now I think for a variety of reasons. One because. You know, creatives, which can be in all kinds of creative things or, or lovers of the, you know, the creative arts, a lot of people can't afford to live in the big cities anymore. Yeah. So I'm seeing all over the nation places like Tacoma, mm-hmm. Boise, where there was mm-hmm. this, this uh, great festival called Treeport Music Festival. Knoxville, uh, and and Lowell, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, Salem and a few other places we can point to. They just have these growing communities. And Lowell's interesting in that uh, it's it used to be very insular, and now it's it's you know people talk about how you know want to have a lot of diversity in places. Lowell's already diverse. Absolutely, the Cambodian uh, communities are there, and mm-hmm. you know I'll be sitting standing in line in the in the you know post office, and it's like the United Nations. It's cool, and there are certain there are a lot of new restaurants there. As I said, the visual arts community is enormous. Music communities getting there too it's it's not as big but it, it's it's noticeably there a very loyal community the low music community absolutely yeah. and yeah. there are plenty of times i'm i'm up there angel it's like i don't want to go all the way down to cambridge or some other there's something cool going on in lowell tonight i'll just yeah. stay here you know and that didn't used yeah. to happen and so the last eight nine years i'd say and it's been and like to your point it has been kind of gradual but <laughs> noticeable where wow there's a lot of it's it's a nice gradual organic surge and i'm really feeling like it has even more potential to go further in the coming years and if town and city can be a little one of the many conduits of that i'm Mm -hmm. I'm very proud of that Mm -hmm. absolutely uh how many acts total for 50 that is an undertaking yeah (laughs) That is an juggling and putting a jigsaw puzzle together yeah. all at once. I call it when I do rumble stuff. I call it juggling chainsaws. That's fair. Yeah, yep. 
Well, I think it's phenomenal that it's happening. I tip my hat to you for pulling it together and moving it so almost seamlessly to from October to April. Thankfully, our our I'll say health for the lack of a better word. Thankfully, our our health is intact, so we can meet again. And Boston Emissions this week will be very town and city centric with a lot of the great bands that are playing there because so many of them I love and have seen you know, come up over the years. You gave me a great recommendation. Uh Uh-huh. I have, and I have so many more. Yeah. Um, Let's talk. Absolutely. Because I'm going to do this again where I'm in it for the long haul and and it'll likely, even though I won't promise right now, Mm -hmm. I think we're going to likely keep it a spring event, maybe a little later in the spring, but I think we're, we're leaning toward that. I think it's a great idea. You know, because I remember going, it wasn't last year, but the year before, it was a little cold. I mean, it was fun running around. Don't get me wrong. It was fun bounce club hopping in downtown Low. It was probably a little cold. So it's not a bad idea to, to springify it. The townandthecityfestival.com. Passes and tickets still available. If anybody is listening, though, and wants to go to the Screaming Females show, I should explain because sometimes there's a little confusion with this. Uh, I always encourage people to get day passes. You can get mm-hmm. a two day pass or a one day pass. Mm-hmm. You just get if you want to bounce around. You just get way more bang for your buck. Just show the wristband at the door and, and you're good. But uh, sometimes I understand there are people I just want to go to one show and that makes mm-hmm. sense. So you know they buy. There is a limited amount of individual tickets. Okay. Streaming females show the the limited individual tickets are almost gone. So get those soon if anybody. That's with uh, Linnea's Garden. It's also mm-hmm. on that show, mm-hmm. and so that's uh, that's coming up. And we're selling a lot for Robin and Tanya and Adam, but there's still it's not at a you know, red flag yet. So yes, if you could, people go to the, the townandthecityfestival.com, and there are links there to different uh, ticket options. Well, I I'm sure I'll see you running around over yeah. the course of next weekend. Uh, thank you, Chris. Keep on fighting the good fight, as I like to say. Gotta keep doing it. It's in me. You just, you know this. You know, you just gotta do it. It's in us, and it's it's what we it's what we do. It's what we gotta do. And uh, I'm very, you know, proud and happy and grateful to be able to do it yeah. too. And I look forward to seeing you next weekend too. Hey, we're Roser, and you're listening to Boston Emissions. Lucky.
let your grievance say yes If you hurry you can get real sad by noon And I'm not quite done because Who am I without this sinking ship? But no regrets, dear So hit me with your weak arm shot You're the best, dear At exposing your
Missions, it's Aaron and the Lord. If it sounds familiar, yeah, it's Aaron Perino from Dear Leader and the Sheila Divine and whatever other projects he's got up his sleeve. Do you remember Tuesday Night Music Club that they used to do at Zippa? Hmm. I need to check in with Brian Charles and find out what developments are afoot for a new Zippa location. For those not sure, Zippa Studios in Brighton burned down just before Christmas. The special thing about Zippa, there's a lot of special things about Zippa, but one of the special things, the irreplaceable things about Zippa, is the kind of boutique and vintage gear that Brian had at Zippa. That's tough to find again. That's tough to replicate. We heard from Roser, Rot. That is the first Roser song that I played on Boston Emissions. And I checked the playlist, and that goes back to September 2020. There have been the formed and recorded music and couldn't do a damn thing about it because COVID. So Aaron and the Lord 
Friday, the 8th at Warp and Weft on Market Street in Lowell for the Town and the City Festival with Hilkin Mancini and Chris Colburn. Roser plays Saturday night at Smokehouse Tavern on Middle Street. There's really quite a lot going on. Don't sleep on this. And enter to win passes, bostonemissions.com. Hit this week's playlist. All right, time for Boston Emissions Songs of the Week. Every week on the show, I add new music. I post everything on the playlist at bostonemissions.com. I also post a poll where you can enjoy the luxury of getting votes for your song and hearing it more on the radio. And, well, I say this all the time, but I don't know why that's bad. If you would like to support Uncertain FM, please do so. Go to patreon.com slash uncertain FM. Time for this. Initiating launch sequence. Boston Emissions Songs of the Week. All right, thanks to Coleman Rogers Photography online, ColemanRogersPhotography.com. I spy that he's back in town. Coming in at number five, Senseless Optimism, Leave You Behind. Also playing the Town and City Festival. Boston Emissions Songs of the Week. Number five. When you play these games that I can't see Then you call my name late at night I can't breathe So then you call
Boston Emissions Songs of the Week.
Boston Emissions Songs of the Week.
One. 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 Number one. Boston Emissions with Angel Wood. Boston Emissions, brand new banger, John Paul, John Paul, or Jean Paul, Jean Paul. Moving up to number one with Bruiser. At two, Black Helicopter, Minstrel. The Shanghai Lows, Billy. Moving down to three. Paper Tigers, Goldmine at four. Senseless Optimism, Leave You Behind, rounding out the top five. Senseless Optimism is part of the Town and City Festival. Friday night at the Old Court, Senseless Optimism, Old Soul, Fish House, and the Shirts and shoes 
and you could win passes. Go to bostonemissions.com. Enter to win. See you there. All right, Matt York has a brand new one. It's called Gently Used. It is the title track of his forthcoming record due out this June. It's Boston Emissions. There's a time when she used to dance in Reno And she'd brag like some minor legal man But she knew her last cat call had been a while before So she thought I could be her something new One more dance, then this whole thing is over One more life, and you'll see that I'm One black eye, another thing she'll justify. She said, Let's wait till the morning. I gotta see my other baby tonight. Gently used, like an old dress you'd borrow. Gently used, like some lady's suit. Let's wait till the morning I gotta see my other baby tonight She said let's wait till the morning I gotta see my other baby tonight Let's wait till the morning I gotta see my other baby tonight Boston Emissions, the brand new one from Matt York, gently used. It was kind of nice. It was like a cry in your beer kind of song. Thank you for listening to the show. BostonEmissions.com Everything right there. If you would like to support the show, please do so. PayPal and you can buy me a coffee.
All right, next week on the show, I don't know, something awesome. Vote for Songs of the Week. Tell somebody about the show. Pass it on. I've been all about the Town and the City Festival this weekend. Friday, April 8th, Saturday, April 9th, all over downtown Lowell. And I have not one time mentioned that Caspian is playing at Roadrunner on Saturday night with Converge Blood Moon. And unfortunately for me, I cannot go, but you, you can. I am a big fat Caspian fan. They are amazing live. Roadrunner is incredible. And Converge. And Stephen Brodsky will be there. I'm going to close out the show with a classic number. Caspian Halls of Summer. Oh, please, Summer. Get here fast. It's Boston Emissions. Bye, everybody. Bye.
Boston Emissions with Angel Wood. Oh.